Hey everyone, it's Brittany and Caroline and this is Couldn't Be Me where we promise you don't have to agree with everyone. Boom, boom, boom. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I love this day. (laughs) May you be filled with luck. I know. There's this episode of The Office, um, the St. Patrick's Day episode, and Meredith is like, no one can argue. Like, don't argue. (laughs) St. Patrick's Day, you don't have any kids. They're just like, where are your kids, Meredith? (laughs) Like, why don't you have kids just because of St. Patrick's Day? And she's like, no, no arguing. Just like, it's a peaceful day, (laughs) like, for no reason. It's a good day is what it means it does feel like i do get like a like a i don't know how to describe it but there's like an internal feeling i have on saint patrick's day that is like very positive like and happy yeah also hosier posted like a video of him of him singing so that's always a good day i was just like i woke up smiling like Hmm. yes he said he was maybe gonna go on like tiktok live and read some poems by irish authors yeah, I like when he does that, but also like I prefer when he goes online and sings too. Yeah, I still have his was like he was not the first concert. Can we just acknowledge the fact that we've been in pandemic zone for like a year now? Yes. Oh so, my god! So much has happened. So much has changed. And I remember at the very beginning of the real quarantine people still call this quarantine but like no one's acting like it so yeah can we just when people were actually quarantined at the very beginning when it was like terribly frightening and something that no one knew was going on celebrities were doing this thing just like going on live and giving these mini concerts do you remember Mm -hmm. that and hosier was like one of the first people that i watched the very first one i saw was james vincent mcmorrow and Mm -hmm. that was a beautiful concert he like performed like gold and rising water and some of the cavalier he did but hosier did like this actual long concert it was like straight up like a 45 minute concert and i just sat there on my phone and recorded the whole thing because i was just like this is something that you pay good money to see and like it, it was like a dope time you have like it was free concerts all over the internet yeah I mean, it was a terrible time, but it was something amazing. Like, there are all these gifts, like, free music. Free I know. Concert. It's so crazy. I was, like, um, I was talking to you earlier about how, like, when Snapchat or, like, Instagram will show you, like, your memories from, like, a year ago or two years ago, like, what you posted on that day or whatever. And, like, I saw, like, a post um, of, like, literally basically the last day I went anywhere before, like, everything was like shut down or whatever and I was like oh my god like I'd gotten my hair done that day and then we went like out to eat and I took like a cute little picture of like desserts and there was like a little like shamrock cookie in it and stuff and I was like oh my god that was the last day before anything and that was like a week ago from today I think last year yeah um they toted they what did I just say toted I meant tweeted Mm -hmm. Hmm. love that (laughs) um but someone I think it was someone like retweeted like uh the CDC acknowledging that I forgot exactly what it said but it was March 11th when the CDC was officially like this is real shit and Mm -hmm. that was like today is St. Patrick's Day so that was like almost a week ago a week and a year ago when the CDC first was like no this is real 
For yeah, real. March 11th was like when that happened, and March 9th was the last time I went somewhere, like the last time I was in a restaurant. Like, so crazy. Yeah. I can't believe it. We've come such a long way. It's, um, I'm always so conflicted when people talk about how uh, the pandemic was good for them, but because, you know, like it's, it's also brought such awfulness to the world, but I do feel really happy for the people who found like light through this time. Like Mm -hmm. just when I think of the ways that people were able to like you know, like reflect on their lives and build themselves and work on themselves over this time. Like it is like a a good way to measure like what's happened between then and now. Mm -hmm. Like, how am I different? Like what's changed in my life? It's so wild. I was staying at my boss's house a year ago and now I have my own place. Wow. That's like a weird change. I'm also a lot happier, which is kind of weird, but good times. <laughs> What's what have you been? Um, have you been consuming anything over this past yeah. week or lately? Hmm. The Grammys were this weekend. Mm, I didn't get to finish it. I'm so sad. Oh, I was gonna ask if you saw Cardi and Meg's performance yet. No, I've seen pictures and I'm sad, but. I have to watch it. I don't know how to stream it after the fact, but mm, maybe you can just find like the individual performances. Yeah, because every they always upload them on their like YouTube channel. It's like the artists. That's true. That's true. So I did watch that. Um, yeah, I don't know. How'd you feel about it? I thought. It w- I thought there was a good like a lot of good performances. I think Harry Styles was great. Love Harry Styles, um, and loved his boa, his three boas. Um, I love Billie Eilish. Is, I think she's so talented, and um, I think Meg was amazing. I think she did so fucking. She killed it. I'm not gonna lie, Cardi's lip syncing was a little underwhelming. <laughs> She was lip singing like poorly, uh, <laughs> like like half-heartedly. Like it wasn't like a Britney Spears like lip sync. Like you're here for it. It was like oh well okay. <laughs> That's always disappointing. Could have tried harder, but no. And Silk Sonic was. <clears throat> I watched up until so I watched that. I watched like the country performers because I. Oh, John I love Mayer. country music and I watched up to I just watched till John Mayer left and then I had to turn it off because I was entertaining family mm-hmm. but I was not gonna miss John live and in his zone doing what he does best he looked so at peace like, just I so know content. I'm just so happy for him right now like the last concert we went to remember he was just well, it was like the first concert after his long, long break that I went to. And I actually went with my friend Andrea. And he was just like, honestly, any of you in this crowd right now, would like, if I needed a place to rest, like, I know any of you would let me sleep on your couch. And yeah. he was like, so I'm just very at peace right now. And he was just like, I'm just happy. And I was just like, ah, ah, ah. 
I just I, I wish that. everyone could have seen your face right now. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just like I'm so happy for him. But I saw Silk Sonic. Like that's what I really wanted to watch for. I'm so glad they got to perform. They're just of the performances I did get to see, they were the best. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they truly are like like if anybody denies the talent Bruno Mars has, like really needs to re like re just check yourself a little bit, just like rethink what you believe. He, um, I just you know that did we have a conversation about cultural appropriation before? I hate when Bruno Mars comes up in the topic of like people oh, accusing yeah. him of cultural. We personally talked about this, but I don't think we've talked about this like on here yeah there has to be another time where we go more into it but like bruno mm-hmm. mars is always brought up like people try to say that he's like appropriating black culture and he is not like i think people need to decide once and for all if they think that cultural appreciation is a thing because That's if true. it is he is like under the definition of culture appreciation it should be his face like a picture of him because mm-hmm. that's exactly what it looks like like I think he's just like respecting the roots of the music he performs by like always acknowledging where his sound, like who influenced his sound, you know, where it came from. Like, I don't know, like always, always, always giving flowers to black artists and all the people who came before him, like always having black artists performing with him. And like, I don't know, they always get like, you know, obviously they're getting paid like really, really well (laughs) because like they're, he always does everything like in a band type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, like not, I don't, it's always like his band that he's talking about. Like everything is we, we, we. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's literally what it looks like to be acknowledging like black artists and performers. Yeah, I was going to say he never denies like where it's coming from, where it happened first. Like, it's not like he's like Elvis Presley taking <laughs> like, oh, I did this and it was all me. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Or even pretending like he came up with like some new style or something. Right. He's just so clear where his style comes from. And uh, he's such a dope person though. Like he's just like this wonderful mixture of everything. Like so talented. So I can't wait till that full album comes out. Everybody needs to just like, Silk Sonic is going to be the new wave. I know. And I love Anderson Pack. So the two of them together is just, Oh. oh, so good the duo I really truly never knew I needed I was like I don't think anyone expected them to have like a duo and then once they did once they announced it it was just like this makes sense yeah I was like oh totally I was like yes yeah I was just like this is a good duo like you would sound perfect together and they do Mm -hmm. shit's dope yep All right. Well, I guess we'll get into our main topic of this week, which has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. Um, and is also something that we both deal with and um, have experienced. It's a little bit of a touchy subject. Yeah. Tough one to navigate. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to start this one. It's mommy issues, y'all. <laughs> mommy issues. <laughs> You heard that correct. Not daddy issues, mommy issues. Mommy issues. I don't even know how you get into it. I well, think we have s- them. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I know a lot of people have them too. Do you ever see more? Like every time I, I'm like easing my way away from social media, mm-hmm. but like when I do go on, like I'm just starting to see more and more people like acknowledging like their mommy issues. Like I think daddy issues is something that people talk about a lot. And I think is like totally normalized, but I'm seeing like more people starting to realize that they have mommy issues and that it's a thing and that it's okay to like be honest that your relationship with your mother sucks (laughs) (laughs) or that, you know, your mother is not, I don't know, I, I feel like mothers are always imagined as being like the most supportive and loving and special person in your life (laughs) and I think for some people it's not that way yeah I definitely agree and it can be really difficult because like for me I like me and my parents are really close and I do have good moments with my mom but a majority of the time, my I'm, I'm in defense mode because I never know what she's going to be like that day. I never know like how she's going to react to something I say, even because I don't know what's going to set her off to like tear me down. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, with me, hmm, I think my mother like has a lot of things in her life that is probably catching up with her or like, you know, things that she's gone through or things that she's like unhappy with that I think get projected onto me. And so with me, like that unpredictability that you're sort of describing, like for me, that looks like, I don't know whenever I'm going to be the person or when, like, I don't know when I'm going to do the thing that's going to trigger something like within her, like trigger Mm -hmm. her emotions or trigger her reaction. Like I, I'll say like the older I get, the more I try to empathize with my parents, like as people, like not Mm -hmm, just as my parents, you know, like I just like have less expectations for them to be like every single thing that I need. I just see them as like people now. And like, I feel like I don't put as much on my parents. Like, I, I don't think I ever have like the privilege to put like a ton on on my parents shoulders and expect much from them but I definitely expect way less than I did before now like I just don't expect much from my mom but like um you know just seeing her as a person like I'm able to see like when something in her life is definitely like straight up triggering her like or like when I do the thing that reminds her of like some type of mistreatment she's had in her life like as a black woman you know Mm -hmm. like if she is, you know, like a lot of black women, I think my mom is like not fully respected at her job, regardless of the fact that she makes like pretty good money. And like, right. she has like, you know, like she's really brilliant. She has like all these skills in her workplace. Like, you know, she's really, really skilled. Like she can do what a lot of the white people at her job do and get paid like way more than her to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's all valid. And I can see that. And like I've definitely had my mom like flip out on me before like saying that I think I'm better than her because I have a degree so like I can definitely see like you know the projection there like I've never put my degree in my mom's face ever like I've never done anything like that yet because of what she's like going through in her life like I'm now becoming this person that she's like 
is like tormenting her in her like regular life, like outside of being a mom. So I was like, that is not my fault. And I understand like where you're coming from. And that is not my fault. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't know what people are supposed to do with that or like how people are supposed to deal with their mothers who are just like still coming to terms with shit in their own lives. But yeah, I, I, I can definitely relate to like seeing my parents like more as people than I do like just my parents now getting older. And like with my mom, like you said, like she deals with shit like from her past or stuff, but like keeps it with her in two different ways. Like one way is like kind of similar to what you were saying. Like my mom, like she, she'll sometimes she'll get mad about something and she'll bring up like, like, I know my mom works hard and I appreciate that so much. Like she's always worked so hard and I know she works hard and I know she always had like, I know she always has and she'll continue to and she's always like doing her best that she can. Um, but then she'll bring up like, if we still lived in Poland, like our lives would be so much easier. Like it's all your dad's fault for moving here, blah, 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 okay. like all this stuff. And it's like, okay, well, um, don't have to bring that out on me <laughs> um, or him for that matter. But like, and then, um, so in that sense, like she'll sometimes complain about things and also like, it, because like when she was in Poland she was a nurse and then here like she's an immigrant doesn't have a college degree here and her degree from Poland does not apply to anything here so it's just like it doesn't follow up and then in other ways she takes what she had this is kind of a big point in which my parents differ different like differ she will be like I'm like why are you like this and she will be like well I had this kind of childhood and I dealt with this so I am the way I am because of these experiences and I can't change and this is the excuse for what why I am the way I am whereas my dad will be like I had a really bad relationship with my father so I want to be a better father for you and he is that he's amazing. You know what I mean? He doesn't take his poor experiences and use them to treat me the same way because he had those poor experiences. Whereas my mom will do that. And she'll use her attitude and her just not, like, she, my mom knows exactly what to say to like cut you so deep and she won't stop. Like once one thing makes her mad, she will continue to tell you every single thing she hates about you until you're just That's sitting there. Literally like, my mother. Like my mom. Oh my God. That's so bad. That's literally my mom. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awful. And then it's like I I like I think my dad as I've gotten older, I'm more open up to him about how I feel about these things because as a child, like you don't really you don't really know what you think and then like as I've gotten older I'm like no yeah the biggest trauma of my life is my mother <laughs> like and like I just like I'll say these and he's like but just don't worry about it too and I'm like trust me I'm desensitized <clears throat> at this point she's broken me to feel a way about certain things like yeah. I <laughs> like I don't know like people are always just like oh no don't say that oh no, that's a, ugh, I'm so sorry. Don't say, I'm just like, no, my mom hates me. That's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know it's fine. <laughs> like, uh, it's, it's true, whatever. No, I think that's so real. Like I, yeah, my mom just like 
it's like if she knows she's in your wound, she'll just like twirl her finger around and like stab mm-hmm. into it because she, if she like hears you screaming, like she'll just keep going because she knows she hit a spot. Like she wouldn't like pull her finger out of your wound, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel you. Like that's literally my mom. Like I, I can also like really relate to like, you know, your mom just like, well, not in a way like I can and I can't like when you say like your mom will reflect on her life and be like, you know, I'm this way because of this. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like my mom does not like that sucks that your mom like uses that as an excuse and like on like a human level, like as a person, like I think that's impressive to be able to like reflect on like your life and know why you are the way you are and why you're and, yeah. doing what you're doing. Like that is part of growth and obviously like in your instance like it sucks if you don't take the next part like the next step and like decide that you know this is something that you went through and you don't want to replicate that with your own child but like my mom I don't think has taken that step to understand that she's doing these certain things because of what she's went through or like because of you know like because xyz happened in her life you know like my Mm -hmm. mom won't do that so like I'm starting to do the work of like realize well I was doing the work of realizing you know oh my mom is like this because of this or oh like when my mom like my mom she makes a lot of comments about so I have a a sister who's like a year and some change older than me basically two years older than me I have a little brother and my mom makes comments like oh there you go again oh there you all go ganging up like when we're all together like my mom is bothered by like the closeness between me and my siblings sometimes like Mm -hmm. like it's a bad thing and I can now reflect and know that like my mom's relationship with her siblings is not good like it sucks like (laughs) you know like they she's like the youngest of her siblings and they seem to like have treated her really badly when she was growing up like they treated her like shit and I don't think she like even the story she tells us like I look at my sister I'm like I can never do that to my sister or I look at the way that like her siblings treat her and like you know how rarely they seem to acknowledge her existence and then vice versa like her how rarely she acknowledges their existence and I'm just like my siblings are literally just like a part of my soul like I could never do that like at most like I can ignore my sister for like a week and then also like you know she was just like all right let's go to daddy's house like you know like I just pick her up Mm -hmm. the next day like nothing happened like you know I just don't understand how that can happen like that is not what my relationship with me and my siblings is like and so for me I'm like shouldn't you be happy that your children have good relationships with their you know like they have good sibling relationships when you did not have that Mm -hmm. but I guess that's like asking a lot of some people like maybe it's like hard for everyone as parents to like be able to do the reverse of what happened to them growing up like maybe that's hard for some people but like I don't know like me like every time my mom gets mad about something like that like something that's good in our lives like that was bad in hers like she'll get mad about it or like I don't know jealous is the word but like she'll get jealous about it and I'm just like I don't think jealous is the right word but like why would you why look at it as a negative when you can like be happy that your kids have something that you did not have growing up yeah 
my mom also doesn't have a great relationship with her brother like my my mom's brother lives in Poland with um my grandma and he lives he lives in her house like with like his family like was like basically it's my grandma's house like my grandpa built it and my mom and her brother like live there but then um my uncle my mom's brother and his family lived there like all of their lives and then my mom obviously lived in America um but she like doesn't have the best relationship with him either like she basically takes care of my grandma more than he does and she lives in a different country um but like she like she also like I don't have siblings I'm an only child but she also gets like she also gets mad at me and my dad for getting along like she'll be like oh there you go yeah of course you guys really found each other the perfect pair get like saying things and she's like no matter what I do I'm always the bad one and I'm like then just like don't do the bad things though like I'm just like I don't that's not it I'm like that's really not it and she'll be like yeah because you don't like me anyway so and I'm like no that's not it I'm like that's literally not that's not it that's just not it like you're just not getting it it's not that you're always bad that is not my set point for you it's just under like I like at this point like yeah that's how you typically are so I get it but like I'm not gonna like be like oh my god I hate you all the time if you're not doing something for me to hate you but you just choose to play that role <laughs> like because I don't know why yeah yeah it's just like this whole like woe is me thing like you know like everyone's Basically. supposed to like feel bad for you I'm just like I don't get that and I'm also like at some point I'm just like you need to grow up you <laughs> know like I just I think it's such like a immature thing to just look at like everyone else like they're all the problems or like you know like everyone's attacking you like I don't know like at what point do you like look at yourself and say like okay maybe I'm the problem you know like Mm -hmm. I don't know like I just don't get like who would choose to like look at their own child like their child is always the problem or their child is always the one who's like doing some bad thing or they're always you know like why don't you like especially in your relationship with your child if you're like talking about your relationship with them like why would you choose to believe that the relationship is always sour because of your child like I don't know like shouldn't you want to reflect and be like you know what do I have to do as a parent or like how can I as a parent do this to make my child feel better or feel happier or like you know, feel like they have someone on their side because the person in my life who I, I don't know, like always feel like is very clearly not on my side is my mom sometimes. And like, even when I say that, like, I feel like so much guilt because I'm like, obviously my mom has like, you know, like been there for me. Like my mom has been like such a good mom for like the vast majority of my life. And like, you know, like when I was, I was in marching band all through high school and my mom went to literally every single performance, you know, like even she was like traveling with us and like watching us perform, like as my like marching band traveled and like, she's always been like a supporter for me. Like she was like so happy I was at Michigan. And then something happened, like once I went away to college, like once I went to Michigan and I think like I think once things started going not so good in my mom's life, like 
or like I think there were always things that were not so good but I think once I became an adult adult suddenly I was someone that my mom could like sort of like project everything that was going wrong in her life onto like once for example like I started working like a work-study job in you know like at college like all of a sudden I'm this adult who like you know now I owe her a million dollars for breathing and like (laughs) you know now I'm like you know I owe back everything that she did for me and like you know now I have to like if her life is like in shambles like it's my responsibility to pick up like half of the broken pieces like just because and I'm just like I don't get why I owe you to like fix all of everything like I I don't know it's just so weird like I it's just like it took me until my junior year to meet someone to be like you don't have to like pay your parent back for being a parent. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that is definitely not the situation of my family. (laughs) Like that is not what it's like for me. Like, I feel like it's always like, I have to like pay something back. And I, you know, like a big, like I've always been really independent. Like I've never wanted to, I went away for college. I went pretty far. Like, and at that point, like I didn't have like bad relationships with my family or anything like that. And it was nothing like that. I just always really loved and craved independence, but the large reason of like what pushed me out out last year to like get my own place was like my relationship with my mom, just like distancing myself from that and the guilt of feeling like I have to pay her back for being a mom. And also like, you know, furthering myself from someone who's always the person telling me the most negative things like that they thought about me. Like I had to get away from that. I had like it's crazy that you said that because I kind of was gonna say similar thing where like my mom like like same with me like for a majority of my life my mom has been an amazing mom and she is I she's a nanny and so she spends a lot of time with kids obviously and I watch her and like she's so good with children she it's like comes naturally to her to be good with kids and like she's she's so good with them and she takes care of them so well and I know I had that same experience as a child and I always just wonder when did it switch that like I didn't get that motherliness like that I stopped receiving that motherly love and I got this harsh person coming back at me for the rest of my life and like I don't remember when it happened because it's been happening for so long like I just feel like when I like I can remember it back as far as like middle school, but I can't really remember like beyond that. But like, I'm sure it happened a little earlier too. I feel like, I don't know, was it like when I started to become like an actual human with feelings and and opinions and Mm -hmm. things like and thoughts that she decided it's enough, not going to be motherly anymore because I watch her with children all the time and she's amazing. And like, I don't ever feel that love. Not that I don't think she loves me. I know she does. I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not. But but not feeling it is different. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just like, I was like, I've said it before. Like, I, like one time we were talking and I kind of say things in a very casual way because it make, it's it feels satisfying for me to get it out, even if she thinks I'm joking or not. Like, at least like I get it out. So like, um, like I'm not holding it in. Like we were walking, me and my parents one day and we were just joking around about things. And I was like, honestly, I don't even remember the, like you've never in my life, I can't even remember told me you were proud of me for something. Mm. And she was like, 
what? I'm always proud of you. And I was like, I wouldn't know. I was like, you could have fooled me. <laughs> like, I like no. you gave me no, you never tell me. My mom never says, even if it's like a stupid thing, like, wow, you like, I don't expect her to say this all the time. Like, I'm just showing a stupid example, but like, even if it was something stupid, like whether it's something stupid, like, wow, like your room looks so nice. Like you cleaned it so nicely or like, wow, I'm so proud of you for that dance performance you put on like whatever it is Mm -hmm. or like for accomplishing this thing in your career or whatever it is like whatever the range like I never hear that from her she's never she never like compliments me on anything I do or any like I have to do it I'll be like isn't it cool and then she'll be like yeah but like I like I'm bringing like I'm it's almost like I'm doing it like I'm complimenting myself and then she's like making fun of me for complimenting myself and but but she'll always be the first one to be like when are you going to do this? Why didn't you do this yet? Mm-hmm. This is like this. And she's like, well, why don't you care about this? I'm the only person that does anything. And then like, I'll tell her something and I'll be like, oh, and like, this is like joke that like, she never remembers anything I tell her. And then she'd be like, well, I have other more important things on my mind. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I can like predict what she's going to say all the time. No, me too. Yeah. I'm definitely like that now. Like I always know what my mom is going to say yeah that's yeah my mom is always the one who's gonna say something negative but at the same time my mom is so emotional that I can't like bring up like she'll if I ever actually brought something up like the way that I feel about her like that will cause like permanent damage like my mom like a grudge doesn't even holding a grudge is not even the correct term for it like it's more like that is like etched in forever like you know whatever I say like I can so it's like not only does she do things and like cause like serious harm to like me and my sister but it's like we can't say anything about it because then the whole world is going to hear how like punch my mom in the face because like that's how (laughs) she's going to describe it you know like if I said anything like it's you know, like she'll talk about it forever. She'll hold a grudge forever or she'll just treat you differently forever. And like, we had like this terrible argument, like shortly before I started like looking for places, really looking for places to move out. And I was just like, you know, I I said something like, because she was just like going in on my sister. And like, I was just like trying to protect my sister. Like she was just like, you know, verbally, like what we were just talking about, like how, you know, they can't, just say a mean thing and keep it going they have Mm -hmm. to you know especially if they see that they've hurt you like they know that they can like now they have to like dig into the scab and like rip your bone out (laughs) (laughs) like you know like they know exactly what to say to like break you down and like that's what she'll say and so like I stepped in to defend my sister and you know it exploded because of course like I actually said something back to her which is like not something we can do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I said something like, you know, we don't even, you know, my sister left, like she was like crying and like my mom come, like I was still there. And I was just like, you know, we don't, I was my, it was still me and my mom in there. And I'm just like, you know, we don't even have real relationships between us anymore. Like, you know, we don't have real relationships. This is not relationships. This is us like tiptoeing around like each other, like on eggshells. Like this is not these aren't relationships. And that was like over a year ago. And 
apparently that's something that my mom still repeats to people like that I said this Mm. that like that changed everything for her like that like you know that like that took me like out of her soul or whatever like you know like that ended everything for her when I said that you know like so I can't even express the way that my mom makes me feel without causing permanent damage and it has caused permanent damage like especially when I decided to leave like you know when I went away to college that was something that I can mask is like you know I have to go like Michigan gave me like a full ride I'm like I had to go away to college this is like a once in a lifetime thing it's this amazing school so prestigious gave me all this money wants me there and I had a way to disguise it as like it's not me who wants to go I just have to go but now that I'm in graduate school in New York City me leaving was very clearly my choice right and so that caused like some other type of damage on top of that argument that clearly my mom has held that forever instead of like you know, I think it's a very lazy thing to take a comment like that and decide to take it as a personal insult instead of taking it as like, my daughters and I have to rebuild our relationship. Like, I think it's the lazy thing to just take it as an insult. Yeah. And, you know, with all that combined, plus me leaving, like, you know, we sort of have like bare bones relationships, a <laughs> bare bones type of relationship now. And you know, basically it's because I chose for the first time in my life, like I chose myself over her and, you know, over family, I guess, in general. And I think that did like really serious damage. And the only way like I was able to know that I did not do the right, that I did not do the wrong thing in choosing myself to leave is that one, I have my faith, like I believe in God. And like, I felt like you know, it was what I was supposed to do. I felt like it was what I was being told to do for a while. And also because like all the other people in my life that like I love and know love me and like, you know, the people that I really trust were telling me like, no, you're doing the right thing, Brittany. Like you have to Mm -hmm. go. This is good for you. Like they were all there telling me, like you're saying that they were really proud of me, but my mom would never in a million years tell me that like she's proud of me for like the move that I make to like build myself and like invest in myself you know like my mom would never tell me that she's proud of me my mom is a little different in that sense where like in the telling people about me thing like she my mom cares too much about other people's perceptions to ever talk shit about me to other people so like even like a stupid thing like my mom hates tattoos and I have tattoos so she'll always be like oh you're getting another one blah 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 like she'll always be like whatever like she knows like at the end of the day like she can't do anything about it because like I'm gonna do it anyway but like she'll she obviously doesn't like them but then like if somebody in our family let's say says something about my tattoos she'll be like what the fuck do you have to say like what are you gonna do about it she wants to do it Mm. she's gonna do it like you know what I mean like she'll defend me to other people but then she will not do the same to me (laughs) like she will defend me to other people but not to me my like not say give me the same energy and like so yeah so that's that but I was gonna say something else about her and it's I'm blanking but yeah it's like a double-edged sword almost and it's like sometimes I on another end like 
on another side of like this whole thing like my opinions on like having kids has obviously changed so much as I've gotten older like when I was younger I wanted a boy and a girl and then I was like I don't really want kids at all and then I was like actually I want one and then I was like now I'm actually open to more depending on how the first one goes like you know what I mean like and I'm sure it'll (laughs) keep changing like as I get older but like sometimes I feel selfish for two different reasons about having kids one I'm like what if I'm only doing this to prove to myself that I can be a better mom than my mom is? And then I'm like, what if I am a terrible mother because I didn't have the best experience? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Yeah, when I think about it, I was like talking to my sister about that because like it was always this joke because like I hate kids. Like the only kids that I'm that I love and like love unconditionally are like the ones in my family like my little brother and my little cousins are like my whole world and like they follow me like they're my ducklings and like I'm like gonna have them all this weekend like over the weekend at my apartment and like I know they're gonna have the best time because like I love them and they're like obsessed with me and any other kid that comes near me I hate kids like with a passion like I can't I just feel like they're so annoying and messy and like parents never have control over their children. <laughs> and I just hate the whole, whole idea of it, but it's always been this joke in my family. Cause like at the same time, like I want, I've always wanted like many, many kids. Mm-hmm. And like my sister and I were talking about it. Like my perception changed just, but because like my brother exists and like now I see like living with a child, like full time <laughs> is like not fun. <laughs> so I'm just like okay maybe not as many as I thought but like my sister and I were talking about it and I was just like I don't even know what I would do if I ended up being the same type of mother as my mom like my sister was like no you can never do that like you that would never happen and I was just like but I genuinely like don't know what I would do like I Mm -hmm. would never forgive myself like I feel like I'd have to you know like change their guardian like give them to another person if I did this to my kids like But when I think about it, I'm just like, you know, like I know in my soul, like I'd never do that because I treat people differently than, you know, I know I'm different um, than my mom. And, you know, like we're similar in a lot of ways, but I think where it matters the most, like where we're different. And I know like I would never do that. And I'm like, I get excited when I think about how I would do things differently. And like, that still makes me really happy. Like, I don't know, like, I still, like, I, I, I say often, and like, I don't feel any type of way about it, but, like, I think my biggest goal in life is to have, like, a happy family, like, yeah, for me, like, it's not, like, the career and stuff, because I, I know I'm gonna have a good career, <laughs> I work, like, really hard, and I, I know it's gonna follow, so I don't really focus much on, like, obviously like I that's kind of all I focus on but when I think of like big dreams and big goals it's like family stuff because I think that's gonna that's what's gonna take the work you know like that's what's gonna be like the real sacrifice but as far as like my job and my career I love everything that I do and I think all the right jobs and pay and stuff is gonna follow what I worry about is like this family thing and I'm just like what am I gonna do if I fuck that up like if I don't know how to like show my children affection or like I don't know if I'm like not forgiving with my children or like if I'm not really patient and my sister's just like you're obviously not going to do that like you know just because of the way that my cousins like flock to me and they love being around me she's like you know you're not look how 
they love you like your kids would be the same way and I'm just like you know that is like my main fear that I'm gonna like replicate like that torture (laughs) for my children (laughs) one thing like my mom like always tells like I think being in being a mother there's a lot of selflessness and one thing my mom always tells me is that I'm the most selfish person she knows and I don't care about anybody except for myself Mm. so it makes me feel like even though I know that's not true it makes me think maybe that is true and I'm too selfish to be a mother and Mm. I like that thought like makes me so sad sometimes and I I mean I don't like I've talked to like friends about it before and they're like you're not like that's not gonna like you're not and like and like I said I know that's not true but I think like even though I know like not like and now it's like almost like me doing therapy on myself like I'm like I know my mom is the way she is and I know those things aren't true but after you hear something so much you like almost start to believe it might be true and it's so hard to like live with but it's like like you said like kids love me like uh, every kid I've ever encountered loves spending time with me and always wants to spend time with me and I always feel like around my younger like cousins and things like that like I always feel like I not that I have to be a role model but almost like they look up to me and I always want to teach them things to like make them be the best person that they can be and like I'm always like like hopeful like I'm always like making sure like people I love are okay and like I'm always like putting things into consideration even when I do things with my parents I'm like well we could do this but I know that if we do this like they'll like it more like even if I wanted like I'm always like thinking about other people before I think of myself like do you remember my 16th birthday when I was running between everybody making sure that I was giving everybody equal attention (laughs) like that's that's me all the time and like that's why I'm like no like I would be a good mom I would be but then like then I hear my mom in the back of my head and I'm like no I wouldn't (laughs) like I don't know and then it's also hard though because like it is true that sometimes people don't see themselves well so you're like what if this person who's supposed to know me better than like anyone else knows me because they literally carried me inside of their body Mm -hmm. like is seeing me in a way that like I can't see myself you know like because like I think everyone likes to say oh I'm I'm really introspective and I I'm really good at self-reflection like I think a lot of people say that and so when I say that I'm like am I just another person who thinks that they see themselves perfectly well and like am I just not seeing myself really well and like this thing that my mom's saying about me is just something that I'm not at the moment able to see or come to terms with or like you know basically like this fear in the back of your mind like is it is this a parallel universe you know like you don't know like is this a thing that I'm just not seeing well and my mom's right and I just can't admit that to myself yet like I don't know that's also like a fear I have because my mom loves to call me selfish too but like I also am like I know I'm not selfish you know like this is the first thing you are either I don't think either of us are but then also what if we're not seeing you know like I there's like this never-ending fear and can you just like talk about the fact that like just in general I think like having mommy issues overall does something I don't like I think it causes like a lot of like insecurity and a lot of anxiety that is like not explainable in other ways like I I don't know like I think about like my success in school for example and like 
I feel like people have always wanted me to like like applaud myself or be like proud of myself like I've had like I can admit that like I've had like a lot of success and that like I work really hard or whatever but like if it's not coming from the right person like kind of doesn't really feel like anything but then on top of that it also like I've doubted myself at times where like I had zero reason to doubt myself and it's not because I didn't think I wasn't smart enough or that I wouldn't get the position or that I wouldn't get into the PhD program but like if you have the right person saying the wrong thing Mm -hmm. to you over and over again like that is it's like tapping into like the deepest type of insecurity there is and it's just like I don't know like I I just never like there are times where I'm just like genuinely never sure that I can accomplish something even though I have no reason to think that I can even though like I've done similar things like many many times in my life I was yeah I definitely feel that and I remember like before like I didn't eat like like I didn't even know mommy issues was really a thing that females could have like growing up you know what I mean because it's just like you always just hear like females talking about having daddy issues and it comes up in relationships and I was like well I can't have mommy issues because I don't date women but like that's not how that works Mm. and I remember I was reading this thing from about like the psychologist wrote I don't remember what it was but like talking about mommy issues and one of the things was a lack of confidence and belief in like what you do and yourself and I like I remember one thing like uh like insecurities and having trust issues and inability for like emotional connection to create like and things like that and I was like honestly like true (laughs) yeah but that all I don't know it all sounds right like it's also like I I don't know I get why people think that daddy issues is a thing that's connected to like lack of success in relationships but like Mm -hmm. I kind of don't feel like I feel like it would be the reverse for me like I same I don't know like I love my dad and my dad has not been perfect in my life Mm -hmm. at all you know like my dad you know like your dad is someone like what you were describing that you got you and your dad are really really close like Mm -hmm. I love my dad I feel like I can tell him anything but also like I'm not like hanging out with my dad like on weekends and stuff or like hanging out every every week or whatever like that's not my relationship with my dad either and it's not going to be my relationship with my dad that like fucks up every single relationship that I have like it's you know the thing in my brain the voice that I'm hearing that's going to tell me that I'm not going to make someone happy or that like I can't you know I'm not enough for this relationship it's not going to be my dad's voice it's going to be my mom's voice and that is you know like that I feel like it's her way of being that flashes in my head whenever I'm like you know really thinking that something can work out and then like I don't know like I I feel like the insecurity that makes me back away from like potential like relationships or like when I'm talking to someone and I like I like pull myself back and I'm just like I'd rather just be comfortable and in my own space and like not have the complication of this person and like oh they're just gonna ignore me they're gonna annoy me eventually and like you know like all that stuff all these little tiny reasons that I create to back away from any potential anything Mm -hmm. type of relationship like 
I think it's all rooted like not in my relationship with my father but like it comes from like my relationship with my mother and like my insecurity there and I don't want to make it sound like I'm blaming my mom for everything obviously I make my own choices and like you know I'm my own person but like I just don't think that's accurate that like your relationship with your father is always going to be this thing that determines your success in your other relationships like I I, I don't totally know it's agree. definitely not that for me <laughs> yeah same because with me on the other hand it's like I have a great relationship with my dad so you would think I would have a great like outlook on men in general <laughs> like you know what I mean like and yeah. fr- even friendships like I like my dad is a great person so like why wouldn't I feel that way about other people but like you said I hear my mom in the back of my head saying like oh no no you're not this no you're not good enough like this isn't gonna work out like and because it's like I know my like my dad I know he cares about the way I feel and he'll ask me how I'm feeling depending like, you know in regards to different things and he'll ask me like how this is doing and like whatever and my mom never never once asks me how I'm feeling never mm. especially like about the health issues I like struggle with like <laughs> on the daily like she'll never ask and then she'll never ask like how the, like different things in general are going so it's just like I don't feel like oh my god the other day we were in the kitchen talking about something and then like my mom I stood up and my mom came over and like hugged me and I was just like this and I was like stiff and I was just like what's happening and my dad just started cracking up <laughs> he was like, he, like he looked at me and I, my mom was just like hugging me and I was just like my arms were by my sides and I was just like <laughs> like what is going on like what is this thing yeah and then like she started laughing because she thought it was funny but me and my dad really knew that it was like a thing (laughs) like yeah yeah like I know my dad will literally like if my mom is really in a like we always my mom like not a code word but my dad will text me sometimes and he'll be like your mom be careful with your mom today like if he had a bad experience with her or he'll be like mom's having a great day today which means she's having a really shitty bitchy day like she'll be like she's having a great day like that's what we say like when like it's literally my sister yeah that's my sister and me like especially um like if I'm like coming to visit like I've limited my visits now (laughs) like I miss like I basically visit because I miss my siblings so much but like Mm -hmm. I've started visiting like every three weeks and um now I'm like should I come today like is mommy being like I'll ask my sister like is today mm-hmm. a good day and my sister will be like no she's in a bad mood <laughs> so then I'm like okay so then Sunday like I'll pick like a weekend based on like I always have to like test the waters with my right. sister to ask like yeah. is this a good time like is she in a good mood now but like I don't know my mom is so like she's like a very 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 moody person and like I think someone if you're like I don't know if you think that like a lot is based off of astrology like my mom is like a triple cancer like mm-hmm. um and like I, I don't know like I don't so like that probably like means a lot like I've been like thinking a lot about like my signs and like what that might mean just like mm-hmm. whatever but like anyway my mom's just like a very deeply moody person and manipulative and um I'm gonna make sure like our parents like my mom never hears this <laughs> I fucking know my mom um, my parents were like can we listen to this somewhere and I was like um yeah but like you'd have to make a account on things and I'm not gonna do that for you so no no 
<laughs> no is the answer. <laughs> um, but my mom, like, if you don't, she's the type of person who, like, if you don't extend her, like, a personal, like, detailed invitation to something, like, she's not coming, mm-hmm. which, like, to an extent, I get that, and to an extent, I'm on the other side, I'm just, like, grow up, like, if someone, like, sends, like, a group invite to something, <laughs> right, like, she's not coming because she didn't get a personal one, like, you know, like, get over, like, it's kind of like that, so, like, my mom is, like, everyone will be, like, applauding me, like, for something, right, like, that I did with school or whatever, but, like, my mom won't ask me about how I'm doing in school because I didn't personally engage her in a conversation about it like Mm -hmm. you know like and so like she'll get offended that like other people know what I'm doing in school or they know that I have something coming up but like she won't I'm like you don't know about it because you didn't ask me about it like you can't even say what I do in school like I'm sure my mom doesn't even know like what I do like Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like I'm not gonna go out of my way to like you know I invited my mom like I did this Instagram live thing for my project and like I like invited my mom to it and that was the first thing she's ever like been to or like the first thing she's Mm. ever been able to hear like regarding like anything that I do in school like she came to all my graduations for undergrad but even then like my mom didn't know what I was doing like you know my mom just like does and especially grad school my mom has no clue what I do um or like what my beliefs are like yeah you know she doesn't know anything and she like I think it hurts her that like my dad knows what I do in school and that like I like you know I talk to my dad about it or that my aunt who again my mom has terrible relationships with her siblings like you know I talk to my aunt about school but I'm like these are people who are calling me and asking me about how it's going and like what I'm doing and what I'm working on and what my plans are like this is these are people who like have shown some genuine interest in what I'm doing but like if you have not done that like I'm not gonna go out of my way to talk to you about what I'm doing like my mom wants like a personal invitation into like every single area of my life and I'm just like you've sort of given me every reason to not want you involved in it though you know like yeah I was telling my sister one day one day like almost a year ago when my mom actually got to me like it takes a lot because now I'm like so almost numb to it but yeah like one day like almost a year ago my mom got to me and like I was crying and my sister was talking to me and she was just like and I was like telling my mom like I had just did a a huge presentation well it should have been huge but it sucked because COVID but it was at Beyond the Bars which is like this like really big deal and like the criminal justice like community Mm -hmm. um in academia and you know, I was telling my sister, like, you know, like, do you know why I didn't invite her? Because like, when I came around, like my mom saw me coming back from it, it was a Sunday. She was like, I didn't even know you had a presentation today. I didn't know you were doing something. And I was just like, yeah. And like, I, when I'm at this day, like sometime later, my sister was like talking to me, like after I was crying, because my mom got to me, I was just like, do you know why I didn't invite her there? I was like, I didn't want her there. People were asking me why my, like, why my parents didn't show up for this. And I was just telling my sister, I'm like, I didn't want her there. Like I, she would have brought me down. Like she would have made me feel bad about it. Or like she would have shown some type of disinterest in what I was doing. And it would have ruined it for me. Like it was the first time in my life that I very clearly genuinely knew and was able to admit that I did not want my mom. Like 
a part of this thing in my life that was like special to me because Mm -hmm. like you know like just like her energy and like her spirit and her negative like her negative words like would have really tarnished like something that I was really proud of and I don't want to open myself up to like having my mom do that to me like in these areas of my life that like I'm building and they're like really precious little buds right now in my life and I'm just not okay or not ready to have my mom like be like "Eh," all over it (laughs) yeah even like smaller things my mom will do shit like that too like if I like I'm listening to a song and I'm like oh my god this is so good like and I'm just like enjoying it and she's like oh my god don't shit yourself about it and I'm like like what's the point why what was the what's what was the reason for doing that yeah I know or like there's this um like there it's a Polish saying so it doesn't translate very well in English (laughs) but it's basically like um like having a like an ant's orgasm like I don't like it obviously does not translate very well but just getting so like not translate no It's nope. just like getting like overly excited <laughs> about something, but like gotcha. is the gist. But yeah, like she'll just like say something like that. And I'm like, why can't you find joy in life, in things in general? Like, why is that so hard for you? And That's like, like what makes you happy? <laughs> like, and like me and my dad, when it was, when it got warmer last year um, and the pandemic like started, obviously there wasn't really much to do. And um it was starting to get to me kind of and so me and my dad like and my dad wanted to like move a little more so we started doing like daily afternoon like after dinner walks um at like parks that didn't have that many people in them and that's kind of what we would do like every single day and every once in a while my mom would join us or whatever but she didn't really ever want to come and every time she did join us like we would just be like ugh. and then um recently we were driving to like the grocery store me and my mom and she's like oh it's getting warmer like we're probably gonna start walking soon and I was like we and she was like yeah and I was like you don't come and she was like what you don't want I can't come and I was like no you can it's just you never do and then she was like yeah I'll come probably and I was like okay we'll see and then I told my dad that and my dad was like yeah and I was like he he was like yeah she was talking about it with me too and I was like honestly though like I kind of don't want her to come and he was like honestly me neither we were like I, I was like I feel like our walks for me are a really nice time for it's almost like a moving meditation for me and I just like 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 walking with you and talking with you and just like chill like it's n- no pressure like and my dad was like your mom just what and I was like and I just don't want her negative like I feel like her energy is always negative and harsh it's never relaxed and I don't want that by me when I'm just taking a walk in the park and um he was like your mom always walks without like like so fast and like like she's just trying to finish it and she doesn't enjoy the moment and I'm like Mm. and I'm like and she always makes me like she'll make my dad feel bad for walking slow and like my dad doesn't like I I walk really fast too but like I will keep in pace with my dad like I'm not gonna be like 
come on, go fucking faster. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I like, I know I walk super fast. I don't expect him to walk as fast as me. So I'm just gonna walk to his pace. Like he still tries to go faster than he probably would when he's with me. So that's all I appreciate. And like my mom will just like, she doesn't enjoy the moment. Like she just like walks with such like animosity. Like she's like, I don't know. Like if she, like, I don't know what she's trying to accomplish. Like, <laughs> I'm like trying to imagine how someone walks with animosity. <laughs> Just like imagine like Miss Trunchbull, like walking at somebody. Oh no. Like, Ugh. it's just like, relax. Like, you can walk fast if you want to, like, break a little bit of a sweat or something. I don't know. But, like, yeah. just, like, enjoy the moment, not, like, thinking about finishing it. Yeah. She doesn't enjoy anything. That's how, yeah. No, yeah, my mom also doesn't enjoy anything. Like, she never wants to come to anything. Like, like speaking of, like, predicting what your mother says, like, I know every single time we invite her to do something, like, we're expecting a no. So, like, I'll Mm -hmm. ask my mom, like, now I just, like, get dressed and I'm, like, do you want to go blah, blah, blah? And, like, I'm ready for her to say no because I already have my bag, like, on my shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I know you're not going to say yes, like, you know, but we still ask her ahead of time because, like, the world will go up in flames if we don't give her, like, an invite or something. But now we just like take my brother and we go do things together because we know my mom's not going to want to go. Like, mm-hmm. But we don't want my brother to lose out on like, you know, getting the experience, like fun, good things because yeah. she doesn't like them. Like my mom hates the beach. Mm-hmm. She doesn't like sand. A lot of people don't like sand. Um, but then she like, because of that, like my brother's never seen the ocean. We live in New Jersey. Well, I don't live in New Jersey anymore, but like they live in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And my brother's never seen the beach. Like, that's really crazy, you know? Like, he has never been to the ocean before. And it's just, like, he should get to decide that he hates sand, you know? Like, I want him to be able to experience that and see the ocean and see all that stuff. But, like, that's something he's not going to experience because my mom doesn't like doing things. But I also, like, you know, back to, like, being able to see, you know, as I'm, like being able to see my mom as like not just my mother now like just see her as a person like my mom is just a deeply unhappy person um I think my mom genuinely is like deeply depressed like I think like I see how she is sometimes like how she just like will choose to just like you know I I think it's more than just not wanting to do anything like it's like I see my mom like she just like stays in her room like by herself and like that is and it's not like she's happier by herself or something like that it's like she doesn't want to be with anyone she doesn't want to do anything like and she has like a lot of things in her life that's like not going well and I think she's like deeply 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 unhappy and like you know like she's tried therapy but she's not consistent with it which I think is common for people who are Mm -hmm. depressed like it's a huge effort to do that Um, And at the same time, the only way that, you know, a lot of people will get help is like if they want to. And like, so she has to want to do that, but she doesn't want to do anything. And so I think it's more than just like, oh, my mom hates everything. Like, I think my mom is deeply depressed. And I'm not saying yours is, but I think mine really is. And still, like, I think that makes it harder for me to be like, that's not my fault, but it's not my fault. And, you know, I didn't do that. And I also it's even it's an even bigger reason why like I can't do anything to make her feel better I think 
you know, it's not on me. Like I can't, I can't fix that. Like her well of unhappiness is like never ending. <laughs> like it's not something that I can do to make her feel better. So like for all the things that she picks on me about, for all the things she says makes me selfish, makes me this, makes me that. Even if I did the opposite of what she's complaining about, it still wouldn't make her happy. You know, my mom is just like deeply unhappy in a way that, you know, she puts it on me and my sister and, you know, she'll tell the whole world that like, that's like a huge source of her unhappiness, but like, it's not about us at the end of the day. Like, she's not happy. Like, I think she looks at my, like, you know, like I, I, we were just, we were at the beginning, we were like trying to figure out when this fucking started. But Mm -hmm. I think it's when I started becoming my own person and I wasn't just like an extension of my mom anymore. You know, like once I was able to go away to college, like I was free, free. Like I wasn't like in high school, still attached to her. Like I was dead ass, like, disconnected and free (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. not that I before that I didn't feel like I was in prison or anything like that but once I got to college I was like oh I'm straight up on my own like I'm not returning home to anybody like I'm doing my own shit I can be my own person I can do all the things I can't do like under my mom's roof and not that I ended up acting crazy like my Mm -hmm. first year of college um although that was the first and only year that I did black out at a party but (laughs) like I didn't like it was the only time that ever happened to me like never again did that happen but I just like I I was different I was free to be different and figure out like exactly who I was like without you know my mom telling me oh no don't do that do this Mm -hmm. or oh I wouldn't think like that like I wouldn't you know like I had no one else's input it was all me like being Mm -hmm. who I wanted to be and I grew into my own person and so when I started coming back home things were starting to be different like I wasn't who my mom knew anymore like yeah I was more independent I had my own feelings I started pushing back and like my sister started looking at me like oh my gosh she's gonna punch you in the face like Mm -hmm. because I started saying things period whereas before and the way that we grew up like we can't talk back to my mom and obviously yeah. that's like really common with like a lot of black people like I'm sure you see all the memes but like we can't like it's just not something that happens and it's not like I freely talk back to my mom now because I don't want a broken jaw but like I do it more often than I did before like I'm not disrespectful but like I do stand up for myself sometimes right. and um not all the time because that would make me lose an organ or something but like sometimes I do and that is not something my mom expects and that throws her off a lot and I think it is a huge part of when my mom started to not like me (laughs) you know like I wasn't an extension of her anymore I was myself and I don't think my mom likes who I am now and I think that's a lot of it too like not just that she can't control me but like I've become someone that like, I don't know. I don't know that she necessarily likes who I am, period. Like purely, like I, and I just got like a message from my mom, haha. But like, I just think she doesn't like me as a person. I don't know. I know it's so hard to like think about these things and then not feel bad about them. Like, even though they're just true like I don't think I don't think my mom is depressed but I do think she could greatly benefit from therapy she would never go to therapy because she 
thinks too much of the stigmas surrounding it. So she would never go to therapy. Um, but I like really sometimes just wish I could somehow convince her to because I feel like she would be such an like like because I know she has it in her to be this great amazing loving person and like I'm not saying she's never going to be negative or say anything mean because that's not that's inhuman but like I think there is a difference between sometimes saying something messed up and saying something messed up every single day yeah yeah I don't know and it's hard because you can't force anyone to get any help but I know I don't know it's like the generation before us is the one that I wish that they were the ones who are really starting to be convinced that therapy is a good thing right (laughs) not that you know I go to therapy myself like I want to uh while I still have insurance haha thanks dad yeah I know Um, I want to too I want to, I don't want to use up all my benefits and then not be able to continue, but I just, I don't know. I wish my mom was like consistently going to therapy because I think that would do a lot for her. And I think that would do a lot for our relationship, but you know, I just like, I had to move out. I didn't want to like start hating my mom. I rather have like a bare relationship than like hatred between us or anything Mm -hmm. like that but I truly do wish nothing but good things for my mom like I hope she does get happy and I hope she does find her way and like you know like I hope she does go to therapy and I hope she does like start making the money that she deserves so she can provide the life she wants for herself and my for my little brother but at the same time like I had to disconnect myself from her for me like because you know, I started realizing, even though it was really hard after like, you know, I was in Michigan for four years, and then I stayed at home for one year for grad school, and I couldn't do more than that year, I didn't even stay a full year. Um, But after that, like, I was able to say, no, you actually deserve to have a life. And it was really, 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 really hard for me to get there, which sounds like such a basic thing, but Mm -hmm. it was something that was hard for me to believe. And like, I only started believing like after living here for a few months that like, I didn't do something terrible by like investing in myself and in like, you know, doing something for myself. Like I hated that I did that for a while because I'm like, wow, I really just left my mom by, you know, by herself. Like I, now she has one less person to be like helping her Mm -hmm. out in the house. Like I felt like shit, but you know, I know that I did the right thing for myself, but like, I don't know. It's like a choice to, it's a hard choice to not believe all the things that your mother says about you. Um, and to believe that you still deserve to be a person like apart from your mother and like even in spite of what your mother is saying about you. Like, it's hard to like, be able to be like, yeah, that is my mother and everything she's saying is not true about me. And like, I don't have to live my life like constantly trying to counter like all the things that she said about me. I know. And I think it, and I think what makes it even harder is like, we obviously, like, like you said, we want the best for our moms and we still love our moms. And yet they like think that, we're selfish and we don't care about anybody 
but it's not even that it's like we do love them but like it's just like we don't feel that love from them so it's almost like we have to show ourselves that love that we're missing out on and it's like I do have to do these things for myself and I do have to care for myself because you're not going to do it for me and I feel like you should be doing it for me sometimes yeah yeah and I think I've come to like not even expect that yeah like the things that now I'm just I feel like I'm yeah it's kind of like setting yourself up like I'm not gonna set myself up to be like continually hurt by like expecting things Mm -hmm. from my mom that I know she's not able to provide for me like I'm also at this point like this is what I tell my sister all the time I'm like she's not happy with herself she cannot be happy with you right you know or anything that you do like if she's just a deeply unhappy person like how can you expect to make her happy you know like how can you expect to do the thing that makes her satisfied with you that makes her not want to like attack you like verbally emotionally mentally like you can't expect that from her like she's not capable of that right now and like she genuinely she needs something but like Mm -hmm. I can't give it to her and I tell my sister I'm like you can't give that to her either like you know it's only like setting myself up if I keep looking for like this love and affection and like support from my mom and again like you said I don't think that my mom does not love me like my grandmother Mm -hmm. and my aunts tell me all the time oh your mother loves you so much she says all the time and I'm like okay my mom doesn't not only do I not feel that from her but she doesn't show it to me Mm -hmm. you know like you know people can feel a lot of things but one of the things my mom's not good with is communicating yeah and that's like I need things communicated to me like I kind of I'm like the type of person like even if I know you have something to say like I'm not filling in the word the blanks for anybody like say what the fuck you have to say or I'm gonna pretend you don't have to say it like I just hate like I hate when people expect me to like read between the lines or like read their mind like I just feel like and maybe that's like a product of like you know what I have not been getting from my mom like because she's so bad at communicating like I force people to communicate now and if you're not communicating I know something I think me, we're both like brutally honest <laughs> to like yeah. I don't give like, a fuck like if you have something to say either say it or don't get mad that I don't know it like mm-hmm, if you didn't have the guts to spit it out or like you weren't ready to spit it out then you cannot expect anyone to know it and that is just where I am like say it or it's just not I don't, I don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like I, exactly. And so but, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't, yeah. Yeah, my mom is like, like, she, like, like you said, like, there's something you can benefit from, but I can't give it to you and I can't fix it. And like, my mom is just, she'll, like I said before, she just goes back on like, well, I am the way I am and I can't change it. So you have to deal with it. Or, well, you already think I'm a bad person anyway. So she just falls back on these excuses to give herself a reason to be this awful person. And then like, sometimes every once in a while in a blue moon, she'll realize she made you feel bad and it'll make her feel bad for maybe a day or two, but then she'll go back to saying the exact same shit she was saying before. So it's like, even when I feel like, even when I realize like she feels bad, I don't give a shit because I know it's going to happen again in two seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what my mom needs, man, but 
Yeah, my mom definitely has not felt bad. At least expressed it to me and my sister for a long time. She'll choose to instead like tell people that me and my sister like make her feel awful and she'll like break down to someone else about how terrible we are. But we literally avoid my mom because she's so mean whenever she does talk to us. Like Mm -hmm. a deeply mean person, just generally mean. Same. (laughs) You know, just just mean through and through. Like, why would you say that terrible thing to me? Like, I don't know, like just like straight up terrible i'm just like people have killed themselves for far less like why i know (laughs) oh my god we've talked about that so much like i know we've always been like our moms are so lucky we haven't ended our lives (laughs) like for real and like we laugh at things because we're awful but like it's true (laughs) you know like there are people like young people like teenagers and kids who literally kill themselves for so much less and i'm just like so when I hear my mom say shit like that to me, I'm just like, do you know that it's a miracle I'm alive? Like, I know. <laughs> Can you believe Come I'm on. still fucking breathing after all this bullshit? Like 23 right. years of you. Right. Let's like, yeah. So first of all, cheers to us for being alive and to choose for us choosing that, yes. to be alive and keep going. I'm really happy that we got to experience um, this together. <laughs> I know like I live for real though like at least we've had each other I know Let's end it on like things that you know we felt like we learned though from like having mommy issues like maybe like good things like good ways that it turned out for us like in spite of them or like you know like I look at myself and like I think that my independence is like largely a product of like my issues with my mother now like now I do things like to prove to myself that I'm able to do it and like it turns out pretty good for me like for better for worse like I you know like I wanted to like separate myself and like now I'm like so proud of like what I've created for myself and it's pretty cool um what you know try always trying to figure out like what I'm capable of because like my mom always made me question like what I was capable of. And now I keep testing myself and I keep coming out like doing better and better. And it's actually a pretty cool thing. Oh, I love that so much. One thing for me is probably, I love how like compassionate I've become towards different people and how much I care about the people that I love. I feel like I'm always that person that like, even if we haven't spoken in years, I'm always going to be there for you if you one day need me or one day want to talk about something. Because I feel like I didn't get that attention from my mom. So I feel like I always try to make sure that everybody in my life is okay. And I, even if I don't have anything to add to their situation or have anything to say because I can't relate. Like I will always be willing to listen if somebody just doesn't even want to hear anything from someone, but they just want to talk. Like I'm so willing to be there for somebody. And I don't know. I just, for me, like it's almost like not a big deal to do that kind of thing to just like accept people and just listen to them. But I know that like not a lot of people do that. So I'm like, proud of myself for being that way yeah yeah we talked about it a little bit but like I'm also like really proud of like the way that I'm able to connect with like kids and like Mm. obviously select kids but yes you know just with like 
people who need like a lot of patience and like emotional support and stuff like that like I'm not always the best emotionally because like you know sometimes people are crying and I'll literally just stare at them (laughs) but like I think um I don't know like I'm just like I maybe it might not be like such a big deal to a lot of people but like the way that I am with kids is like a gift to me like I Mm -hmm. I love that like my little cousins like always choose to be with me like if they you know like their mother is my first cousin so like I guess technically my little cousins are my second cousins or whatever but like they choose to be with me like 10 times out of 10 you know like and that is like such a gift for me and it's like I'm proud of like the way that I'm able to connect with them and make them feel safe and like secure and like they have someone like what you're saying like you know someone who's like by their side and is Mm going to be like compassionate and like really caring and like you know someone who's just like never going to give up on them and like I really love that about myself and I really like I really feel like that was like a product of like you know some of the times like I think it's from when I see my when I've seen my mom at her best she seemed to be someone who supported people when they were at their worst Mm -hmm. and then sometimes it's like what I feel like my mom is not doing has has not done for me and so like you know I guess it's pulling from my mom at her best and my mom at her worst like I it makes me want to be there for people when no one else is going to be there for them and I feel like that is so important to me and like has translated into so many different spaces in my life, even the work that I do, like the people that I choose to support with my work, like, and just like the friends that I seek out and support in general. Like, Mm -hmm. I just always want to be there for people when it's like, no one else is going to be there for them. You know, when they feel like they have no one, like I like to be the person who's there for them. Yeah. And even though like, like we're both like, care about other people so much I think another thing that it's really helped me with has is learning and I'm still learning to do it better and more but learning to put myself first because I think for a lot of the time for a long time I felt like I wasn't like almost worthy of putting myself first Hmm. and like I think that's like starting to change yeah um so (laughs) thanks for joining our therapy session today (laughs) yeah i know that was a longer one it's yeah i know it's a big one and we could probably still go longer but we we won't we won't we'll keep you if you i mean if you want another episode on it just let us know but we won't hold you any longer for this one yeah And then on a, a, a light light, lighter note, mm-hmm. was there an annoying tweet of the week that we could end it on? Oh, but of course. So, the so okay, for me, I'm considering this. Okay, so the tweet, I saw a whole bunch of tweets about Prince Philip coming out of the hospital. And the reason oh, I am classifying this as an annoying tweet is because it's annoying me that he's still alive. <laughs> I let's just, I'll just also <laughs> echo that. Can I don't they need to just let this man die. Oh my god, I retweeted like a picture of him and I was like, he looks like one of those deep sea fish that don't see light. Like literally, he's dead already. (laughs) Like Like, he's actually dead. (laughs) Somebody Philip looked death in the face and death died. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't, it's always bizarre to me that these people still have like the title of like prince and shit like that like Mm -hmm. i think when i hear that title i think of someone young because disney has like poisoned my brain right but that man is death and i'm just like how much money went into healing this man how much (laughs) money went into like this new heart that's gonna last five and why why did why was there money spent on a, a heart surgery or whatever for this man who's like has five more seconds to live you know like why wasn't money donated to like someone who has a longer lifespan like why are we supporting the life of someone who's 300 years old did you see the one tweet where they wrote successful in quotation <laughs> that's the one that i quoted and was like just let him die like clearly a choice to say like <laughs> successful that shit was not successful he's obviously gonna die tomorrow he's and we like better an- not act surprised when he finally kills over and just <laughs> dies already old people die sometimes accept it mm-hmm. let this one go let him fade away he's like powder like he's just gonna just put him outside in a wind <laughs> He's gonna blow open away. his mouth and bats just like fly out cobwebs. That's it. He coughs dust. dust. <laughs> he is dust. Let him <laughs> let him go. He oh needs to God. let go. <laughs> As we were just talking about how compassionate we are. I know, I know, I know. See, it's it's deep in my core. Sorry now. The duality. <laughs> <laughs> we have range. <laughs> And she's someone who can do both. Yes, someone who can do both. Be nice. Be nice to people. Be a good person. But also fuck the royal family. I don't know. But fuck the royal family and let 300-year-old people die. Yes. Thanks for listening. XOXO. talk to y'all next week (laughs) bye guys (laughs) subscribe give us five stars on itunes talk later